you're tuned in to the Neo Academy podcast. My name's Mark, and welcome to another episode of Neo Chats, deep dive conversations into the culture of education. Ronnie, thank you for being here. Um, it's a pleasure to have you join us from the um, sunny-ish south of France um, and just for making the time to, to be here because today is a, a pretty interesting topic that we've started to talk about a lot and that is the metaverse and we're really privileged to have you with us because obviously you're working with the metaverse in education through Quark Universities. Um, before we get into all of that, just for folks that don't know um, Quark Universities and, and what you do, um, could you just give us a, a, just a rundown or just a summary of, of what Quark is and what it does? Yes, in fact, um, Quark University is a new name of Digital University. We are part of a group of major and um, services mostly focused on uh, digital transformation for education. Um, the group uh, born, I think, 20 years ago. And in fact, we are part of the, we are one of the, uh, one of our uh, shareholder is um, a very uh, a huge specialist of education because he creates us something like 20 different schools in France. And he own a, a large group of traditional school, in fact, in France, and, and sell a part of the group to another large uh, uh, group of uh, private education in France. So it's some, someone very well known in France uh, in uh, the private uh, education sector. And he decided, I think, 20 years ago to create a group uh, based on a, a media group, uh, because we own um, um, a channel, a TV channel, and also um, a large website uh, dedicated to students called Machine Etudiant, so my channel for students. Um, and it's very well known in France. And based on this group, he decided to just focus on uh, how I can help a school on their digital transformation based on this expertise on media. And we launched the group like that. And right now we are launching our new uh, strategic plan. And we have some point on, on this strategic plan. The first one is to change our name because it's our new name since one month. And we decided to choose Quark because as you know, Quark uh, in physics, it's uh, the elementary element. And we mm -hmm. consider we provide all these ele elements to the uh, education and to, um, to, to uh, develop competencies. And we also decide to launch new activities. And we have two, three more, uh, three new activities. And the first one is uh, the MetaQuark. It's our metaverse mm. dedicated to education. The second one, it's Quark Universities. It's um, a group of online digital schools. And the yeah. other one is Quark Orientation. It's a group dedicated, uh, it's like the booking for education. We all students to find the right way uh, in the private sector in France. Um, today, I, I will focus on the two, uh, two new activities, uh, Quark, uh, Quark, 
universities and MetaQuark because um, I think it's very interesting because we use the technology. Um, we don't develop the technology. In fact, mm -hmm. it's a partnership with a, a very well-known group in France called Manza Lab. Uh, it's a specialist mm -hmm. of um, serious game and also uh, a 3D immersive environment, etc. And based on the expertise of this group, we just launched our metaverse dedicated on education. So we are really focused on user experience, uh, student experience, yeah. how we can apply that to education. So you guys are, I mean, you're, you're on the front lines of transformation because um, when we talk about, you mentioned digital transformation. Now for, for many schools and universities, a lot of that, where they are is they're just thinking about the kind of hybrid learning. They're thinking about, you know, integrating the kind of Zoom classes or whatever um, and, and just having sort of a hybrid model of, of students. I mean, that's what comes to mind for some institutions talking about digital transformation. But you're, you know, several steps um, in front of that in this sort of vanguard of change in technology. So, just to, to zoom in on the, you know, the whole MetaQuark thing, what, what we've definitely got to do first is, is dig into what the metaverse is. Now, I, I told a friend of mine last night, a friend who, who uses technology and, you know, is technology literate. And I said to him that I was going to be talking to you today about the metaverse. And his answer was the what? <laughs> Right. And, and that's, that's where we are uh, with, for, for a lot of us. Um, so, could you just give us an idea? I mean, to you, you, you must have to talk about this a lot, but have you found a good way of explaining to somebody what the metaverse actually is? And what kind of um, misconceptions do you come across when you're talking to people about uh, the metaverse? So just, yeah, uh, definitely. Just to just come back to your first point, it's about how university or business school, et cetera, just uh, go through digital transformation. I think with COVID, um, most of university just um, accelerate your digit their digital transformation, but it was under constraint, in fact. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. just consider we digitalize and we are doing Zoom, Teams, whatever they use, in fact, in, in terms of tool for video chat. And this is our digital transformation. But definitely, this is not digital transformation. It was something... Um, because it was an emergency and it was very important to be sure um, very student have courses and can learn during this, uh, this pandemic. Um, we do not consider this is digital transformation in our group. What is digital transformation? We need to make a pedagogical scenario. We, do, we need to just consider it uh, neuroscience when you do it. We just consider it how you apply technology uh, to be efficient for students. This is what, what is digital transformation for us. And in fact, we just help a lot of very well-known brands in France in their digital transformation. Not all on one part for digital one course, digital one uh, curriculum, et cetera, et cetera, but we help them. And we are doing that since 20 years in different way. And what we consider in metaverse and why we decide to go uh, uh, to this sector, we consider just is not, it's not the future. In fact, it's the present. 
And it's a present under construction. Um, I really want to focus on that. I, I because some people just just say, okay, it's the future. No, it's fine. It's right now. And this yeah. plan just start twenty years ago, in fact. And with it's just technology that evolved since twenty years ago that really start to be ready um, to be efficient. We are using right now in the metaverse, and that will be very new step in the metaverse in fact and yes if i want to define i really like this quote of mark zuckerberg obviously and he just said today i think we look at the internet but i think in the future we are going to be in the experiences i think this is metaverse in fact we do not consider especially in course when you are just uh, on digital learning you are just looking at flat reality and we have uh, the courses uh, that can be um, some video, but also chat or virtual classroom, etc. But you just look at the screen. Yeah. With the metaverse, you will be in the screen. You will be to live, you will live a real experience, an educational experience. And I think this is really interesting, especially in digital learning, because um, the most, um, the the most important thing and the, the biggest fear in digital learning, we have a lot of students that quit the, the courses and say, okay, I can follow this kind of, uh, of learning and it's too hard, etc., and just quit the courses. With a metaverse, we want to stop this dynamic. Right, so that, that's an interesting point to start with. I mean, um, the metaverse, I mean, I, I think that, that quote does sort of sum it up. I mean, I think... Um, yeah, the, the lived experience seems to be the thing that defines it and that kind of merging of the digital and physical worlds, um, you know, to create this, this immersive experience, which sounds, you know, way ahead of, of, of where we are at the moment in, in digital and online learning. So I just want to pick up on that about what do you think it is that, what's the reason that learners are opting out of current kind of traditional digital learning? You know, what are the kind of things that are happening and how do you think the metaverse might might actually change that? Because it's a big thing for institutions, isn't it? That you know they they don't want that turnover. Um, I mean, you might mention here um, something that you I think we're we're all very interested in, which is the neuroscientific angle as well, the sense of community, the pedagogical approach. So on on those things, how can the met well, what's happening in traditional online learning that's a problem, and how can the metaverse address that? Yeah, uh, in fact, what I really think about Metaverse, it's uh, the Metaverse will really uh, reshape the learning and te teaching experience in the world. And why I think it's really important and why we just associate with Manza Lab, because Manza Lab come from usually from um, the video game experience and their experience uh, is very focused how you can engage someone in the video game and just try to apply that to the metaverse. And focus on the neuroscience part. Usually in the metaverse and how we just design our metaverse for education, we base um, our conception about um, what we call um, the, uh, just try to think the, 
the sentiment of uh, virtual, um, uh, how do you say that? I'm just looking for my word in English. It's not that easy. The virtual presence, um, no, mm -hmm. virtual. I don't think you can just translate. Um, yes, virtual presence. And we just focus on that and this sentiment. You have many of many stu uh, studies about that in neuroscience. And we have, in fact, three pillars of the experience in the metaverse. The sense of self's presence, it's the embodiment via the avatar. The sense of spatial presence, because you are immersed, immersed in the environment. And the sense of presence of the other. You can see the other, but you don't see them on the flat screen. You see them in 3D. And it's more, uh, it's developed the engagement. And it's very important, in fact. And based on these three pillars, we just cons uh, just build the universe and build our environment. Okay, so so that's so the virtual presence and the sense of self presence, the special uh, so the, the 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 sense of the other um, being there. So this is the three pillars of it being immersive, no? And yes, and your your studies show the studies that you have access to show that that truly helps. Um, a user or a learner or whatever, a participant, feel more connected to the experience. Yes. So in terms of, I mean, certainly that that's naturally going to help with engagement. Um, do you think there's a potential danger there in a sort of dislocation of the physical and virtual self? It's something we've heard about, kind of a, kind of a science fiction-y topic but it's probably quite a real concern because i mean the impact of mental health on the digital shift already you know people shifting to remote work and remote learning and that sense of isolation and things like that so we're saying that the metaverse and that sense of presence and immersion might really help address that but do you think it might cause new challenges in that you know who am i digitally and who am i virtually uh, sorry yeah. physically yeah yes this, uh, definitely in fact um, we have, in fact, we are working on so many questions about um, just the avatar, in fact. Uh, do, you, it's, do you think it's really important the avatar it's your digital twin or it's not very important? Do you think if you have an handicap, uh, the avatar needs to have the handicap? Um, and I take another example uh, for, ex for transgender people, in fact. Uh, who are transitioning, in fact. Um, do you think the avatar, it's uh, just reflect what is in their identity card, if they don't change their identity on their legal document, or in fact, what are they represent themselves uh, as person? And yes, in fact, we, have, we are working, in fact, on, on all these questions, in fact. But to our opinion, I, um, uh, especially on the uh, gender uh, side, um, we want on our school, the people just self-determine their gender and just say, okay, I'm gender neutral, I'm a man, I'm a woman, etc., and just determine via, via uh, their avatar who they are. And it's also important for us. Uh, 
it's also important for us they choose uh, their name, in fact, in the metaverse world, despite we have in the, um, for the legal part, because uh, we have to just uh, follow the rule, uh, the government say we have for the legal documents, uh, uh, I think very, like the diploma, if they then change their, their name, we will put the legal document, but for their current life, for the attendance sheet, for the avatar on the, on the they will choose their name. It's, it's also important for us. Yeah, it sounds like an opportunity. I mean, I always think that education is one of these transitional phases in life, especially, you know, further and higher education where you change your peer group, you usually change where you live, you know, there's an opportunity to reinvent yourself in the physical world, because you present yourself to that new group of people for the first time and say, this is me, and you get a chance to kind of um, shed some of the baggage of, of previous experiences and peer groups. So there's no reason the digital world shouldn't also present that opportunity. But then, of course, I guess there's the danger of, you know, um, the sort of social media aspect that we're seeing now of that projection of the ideal self and dissatisfaction with the, you know, the, 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 the self behind the reality. So I guess we're going to find out there's all, there's always challenges with, with, with transitions, isn't there? And it's quite, it's interesting, if nothing else, it's fascinating. In fact, um, I'm really fascinated by this idea of the meta quark, the sort of the, so the, the metaverse university. And I think this is where the nuts and bolts of it is. Imagine I am student coming to study um, chemistry yeah. in the metaverse. Um, can you just, it, it, you know, paint the picture of the experience to me? What, what does it look like when I, the onboarding experience, the tour of the virtual university, what kind of facilities, um, what's the interaction like? What's the learning experience like? Yes, in fact, it's really interesting. Um, actually, in our university, we are not uh, teaching shimmy uh, or things like that, but you can, see many initiatives and many also a group. I think I just saw uh, two days ago, uh, a group focused on how you can teach and simulate uh, uh, experience in the metaverse, just be both a lot of money uh, because it's uh, really, uh, um, it's a really new and safe way to teach, for example, chemistry or physics, etc., and they just provide a very great student experience. Focus on what we are teaching in our group, because we are more focused on marketing, uh, business, accountancy, uh, entrepreneurship, etc. It's it's more um, uh, business school area study, in fact. Okay. Um, <laughs> what we consider, it's, uh, we have a lot of different statements of how we conceive um, our metaverse with Mansella. The first one, it's about architecture. And uh, for that, we choose um, a, a really well-known architect. Um, he built very iconic uh, building in France, for example. Uh, I, I know you know where you well know Montpellier. You know a very famous uh, building called um, um, the Right Tree, uh, l'Arbre Blanc. It's very famous yeah. in Montpellier. He built this one, and also he built also the new camp. I, I think he also built the new campus of Paris Saclay in France. So right. it's really really nice, and it was. Uh, one of the students of John Nouvel. So it's a very, very, very well-known architect. So first statement, the architecture. 
So we have a first archi architecture right now. And uh, during the uh, few years, we will just implement the uh, architecture of this architect. So it's, it's quite interesting because also the difference yeah. because uh, uh, a physical school and a new school, if we have to do that, we just close the school and go to another building. But in fact, the building will change during the, the year and with the students. So it's really funny also to, to just think about that. Yeah. Uh, and you don't have the constraints of that, you know, the typical architecture has to think about, you know, wh where the weight is displaced and, you know, the safety of the structure and all that. And you, you take away those constraints completely in the metaverse. It's fascinating opportunity. And uh, it just yeah. it just have a, uh, it tried to quote uh, how much that will cost in the real world. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's more than one billion euro. So oh, wow! It's, it's <laughs> wow! Yeah. Yeah, and the second part of also of our student experience, and uh, we want to just uh, integrate art in the campus. So. Uh, we are actually uh, try to work with um, an art gallery focused on digital art, and we will just have a permanent art gallery inside the campus with digital uh, artists, with a conference with artists, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think it's also one of our statement. Do you um, buy the art as NFTs? Uh, in fact, in piece of digital art that can be video, images, mm. NFT to buy, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Uh, and permanently inside the campus. Wow. So, <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And it's also interesting because it's uh, integrate beautiful thing inside the campus, but also use it for the courses because we'll have um, a bachelor and a master in uh, tourism and also an art and that can be a, a room to teach in fact and just consider and receive uh, artists and just exchange with them so that will be also integrated inside our pedagogy. Mm -hmm. The second, the third part we are working on it's also um, the ecologic part of that and how we can just be sure the impact of the environment is quite fair uh, with the, this, this digital campus. Um, uh, the third part, obviously, uh, but in fact, it's the main part, it's the student experience and the teaching experience. And we just conceive new type of classroom uh, to be sure uh, we can develop interaction, we can develop communication between students, and it's very important for us. And last not least, we want to create a um, place for socialization. Um, in the plan of our architect, we will have in a few years a, a garden, a, a garden where you can share, etc., etc. But you also will, will, you will find building for the students, for the student association, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, so there's the full campus experience. Yes. Um, so I guess that, yeah, so there's, there's places for them to break out privately and meet privately and all that kind of stuff and spend one-to-one -one time. The, um, in the classroom itself, or in the, you know, I mean, how, how is that managed? I mean, 
one of the big things, the big success factors, I imagine, would be um, supporting the educators to understand um, the new approaches to communication. Now, there, obviously, there's a wider conversation in education about moving to more progressive, um, you know, methods of education. You know, not you know, getting away from the days of the you know professor reading a PowerPoint out at the students and all of this kind of stuff that still happens in so many places. Um, so, how does that work? I mean, what what kind of um, things are are happening in that world to help support the educators to actually make the most of these opportunities? You know, what does the what does the teacher training look like? What does the pedagogy look like? So I think the most important thing and the uh, major advantage, uh, it's, as I said, we are part of a group. And in, in this group, we have um, a, a, training, uh, a, training, um, a training school for educator. And it's most focused about how you train educator to teach in digitally, in a digital world. And in fact, it's not inside the metaverse we will help uh, the, the educator, but before they come inside the, the metaverse. And we also have the objective to train them and just give them tips or how you can uh, just teach. Uh, their teaching can be efficient inside the metaverse. And also, um, and it's also what, something I want also to focus about, it's, uh, when we decide to create all this student experience, it's not only about how you can reproduce reality, but how you can define new rule inside the metaverse. And for example, uh, something like it's absolutely impossible uh, in, a, in a traditional campus for our permanent professor, they will have their own classroom. And in this classroom, they will define what are the rules of this classroom? It's more workshop classroom. It's more um, training classroom. It's more a classroom with computer, et cetera, et cetera. And they will just define and just personalize their classroom and they will be their environment. And this is what is possible also with Metaverse. So what, what does that happen to the, the, thinking about the experience of a traditional university. So, I mean, you know, part of the university experience is definitely that, you know, the physical things going to the, the new city, it's, uh, you know, the new campus and interacting with the physical world. Now, obviously, I, you know, that's likely to still continue um, for many universities, but to blend these experiences together, is there such a thing as a sort of mixed reality experience for blending the physical and virtual classrooms for institutions? You know, the institutions that want to reach out to people abroad, but they also want to take care of the student experience in the physical place. What, what's the opportunity? What's the option for them? I think, yes, it, definitely you have right. In fact, you will never lose the physical experience to go in a new campus, in a new city, in a new country, etc. And our objective is not to say, okay, you just need to forget that and go to the metaverse. No, mm. that will be illusional. It's not our objective. Um, and this is why I say it's a new step in the development of learning experience, a digital learning experience. Because usually, and when you choose to go virtually and choose a virtual uh, courses, a virtual degree, you, you have some reason because you are some, 
maybe far from a uh, university and you can afford to go study in this university because you have to pay your tuition, you have to pay a new flat, you have to pay the transportation, you have to, to pay your daily life, in fact. Um, and go online can be easier because you just pay your tuition, you stay at home and you can just continue also your traditional life in your area. And maybe when you have your degree, go outside. It's you just inverse the logic of that. Um, so what I say is, yes, metaverse is the new step in for digital learning to say more to be more efficient. But also, it's an, an opportunity for physical um, university, physical school to offer a diverse experience. For example, we have some our um, our clients they decide to use. Uh, uh, metaverse for open day or for uh, and just reinvent their online open day and say okay you can go to you can't come to the campus but come in the metaverse and just meet virtually our student our professor and try to explain what it, what will be your student experience and it's more engaged you have more engagement because what I said previously you have the sentiment of be specially there and have the as the sentiment to see the people in 3D it's really powerful in terms of engagement so i mean that that sounds fantastic i mean the the the, the virtual open day and i just wonder how how accessible that is for universities i mean for small universities how do they is it prohibitive like the cost of this do they have to provide learners with virtual reality um, headsets and things like that. Um, is it is is there ways of doing it for smaller schools that are, you know, they don't want to create a campus and have NFT artwork and things like that? I mean, is there an accessible way for smaller institutions to do but this kind of thing? But it is for the first year, right now for the launching, you just consider that will cost uh, four thousand five hundred per month euro. Right. So it's not that expensive, in fact. No, no. We've, we felt no limitation in terms of students. So, in fact, it's really, really cheap, I think, to my opinion, to just mm -hmm. have a campus, have the interactions, the art gallery, et cetera, et cetera. So it's not that uh, expensive. Um, and also, we have uh, the features about uh, I can organize open day, I can organize international virtual days, and in, plus the uh, traditional one, et cetera, et cetera. In fact, the, the thing is you add new modalities and with the COVID, I think students, um, some of students, they, they used to be online and it's another way to just uh, afford new services for them. Yeah, I wonder the, the actual learning experience itself, just to kind of go back to that a little bit, um, yeah, so we do have a new generation of learners that are very comfortable with um, doing their own like research online and they're using a, a mixture and a variety of media to, to figure out their topics and peer-to-peer -peer learning. And it's it's happening whether the institution is creating the space for that or not. You know, that's, that's a natural mode of learning now. Um, but I wonder just... Could you just kind of give us some specific examples of some of the the, the technologies and the, the functionality that's involved here? Because I'm thinking about um, as a learner and as a as an educator as well, 
um, the basic things about how the how the classroom works, uh, how a lecture works, how a tutorial works, how materials are shared, how discussion groups happen, you know, that kind of thing, and 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 how that can actually be enhanced or augmented in the metaverse. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, in fact, um, what we try to uh, develop a real student and teaching experience. Um, as as you know, I, I was a teacher. I think I teach during fifteen years as a student in business school, engineering school, digital school, and uh, in a lot of various school. In fact, so. Um, I try to just focus on uh, what are the different things we can teach about that. And more that, you also have the, uh, the more social uh, place, like I said, uh, the art gallery, uh, the student area, the teacher area, etc. Mm -hmm. And also the learning center with uh, all the library. Okay, so it's it's a sort of digital representation of the of the physical campus. Um, yes. So you're you're trying to make it as familiar as possible, so people feel like they're, you know, we're we're in this place. So it's the the immersive part of the experience. Yes. I, I wonder what is there anything that um. I mean, what what does this mean for institutions? Do you think? I mean, let's look. Let's look kind of 10 years into the future, because, you know, it's like you say, I mean, and, and I, I want to reinforce the point you made. This is not the future. This is the present. This is this is under construction. It's happening. It's already here. So imagine in such a short pace, space of time, 10 years time, what do you think the, the landscape looks like for kind of further and higher education with the impact of the metaverse? I think with the development of technology, uh, the experience will be more and more engaging. And I think it's one of the main points. And the experience, because if you just focus about um, what uh, just uh, launched all this hype about metaverse, it was about what Mark Zuckerberg say, said and uh, how they changed the name of uh, Facebook to Meta. And everybody, everything large from, from that. But in fact, uh, when we discuss with specialists of that, they said, okay, this plan just start 10 years ago. Because um, he just talked about, uh, uh, talk about that when uh, he launched, he just buy both um, Oculus and also talk about uh, the writer of Ready Player One and it was a part of his plan and just consider metaverse uh, for entertainment because you want to sell Oculus, in fact. And it's the new step for Facebook for social network. But our, in our opinion, we just consider metaverse in one new case is about education. And it's not for all education. It's not for all educator is not for all students. It's for students, the same students who want to learn online. Uh, Metaverse is for them, in fact. And also for school, uh, they want to uh, diversify um, the student experience. This is what Metaverse is, is, uh, is, is about. And 
I think with the technology, with the implementation of more and more tools inside the metaverse to just be have the continuity between the in real world and the metaverse world, um, the technology will be more and more engaged, uh, will engage more and more students in the daily life. Yeah, that seems to be the case, doesn't it? it? It may actually, people worry about things like the metaverse being a threat to education, but it, it probably will increase access to education um, and democratize it a little bit. Because as you mentioned earlier, you talked about the costs of going abroad. I mean, it's depending on which country you live in and where you're from, um, you know, that can be absolutely completely out of the question for so many people. So as the technology comes down in price and becomes more accessible, we might actually see more people coming into, into education via the metaverse, which is an interesting development. And, you know, I, I, would, I would hope so, yeah. Do you think that, um, just to kind of to, to, to finish off, do you, think that, um, do you think the world's ready for this yet? Do you think that, I mean, when do you think the metaverse is going to reach um, the moment where I'm going to speak to my friend and he's, going to, he's not going to say the what? I mean, when do you think this becomes mainstream? When do you think this becomes something that we all know about, like Instagram and Facebook that we, you know, there's hardly anybody that doesn't know what the metaverse is. Is that a year away? Is it five years away? Is it 10 years away? I think it's a, to my opinion, uh, between a five, 10 years, I think uh, that will be something very, very immense thing. Because I, I think it's really funny. Uh, people wasn't ready for smartphone because, <laughs> but everybody have one in, uh, not everybody, but a lot of people have one inside in their pocket and just can't live without it. Um, and yeah, I think, 10 years because five and 10 years that will be something really mainstream